you know what I always say? A lot of guys, a lot of my old guys agree with me. If Pruitt and if Pruitt didn't leave, we would have won the championship two years in a row. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Hey guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dolls. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, aka E Dub in the house. You know, we're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go live, go nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear, Go Nose. This is Terrell Fuckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Deion Primetime Sanders. Great Deion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I, I could wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go no. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What's happening, guys? This is Logan from Here the Spear, presented to you by Noel Game Day. We have a great interview with a former national champion from the 2013 squad. Reggie Northrup. He joins here the Spear to talk about his experience in the AAF, a little bit about his time at Florida State, the coaching staff, including Jimbo Fisher, Jeremy Pruitt, Charles Kelly. He goes on to talk also about the downfall from the Oregon game and maybe what caused them to have a tough game against the Oregon Ducks. Uh, he also gives his opinion from a hot topic right now on social media, uh, the 2013 FSU squad versus the 2018 Clemson squad, which is definitely a must-listen. This is going to be just an interview podcast. Next week, we will be previewing fall camp, so stay tuned to that. We do have a guest lineup for then. We have Freddie Stevenson joining us next week, so we'll get deep into fall camp and previewing the position groups and everything in that area. But as always, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, or whichever platform you so desire. Uh, But yeah, that will do it. Uh, Hope you guys enjoy the interview, and uh, we will see you guys next week. All right, guys, we got our guest of the week. We got a former Noel national champion from 2013, Reggie Northrup, on Hear the Spear with us tonight. What's going on, Reggie? Hey, how's it going, man? Good to have you on. I know we've talked about it for a little bit, but uh, glad to finally get you on here and talk a little football during this off season. Yeah, man, let's talk. I, uh, I I've seen uh, on your Instagram lately. I've been following you for a while, of course, but you've been putting in some uh, crazy work, and definitely after your time with the Apollos. But what are, what are you up to now? Oh yeah, man. Uh, right now I'm just training. Uh, I did the XFL workout uh, a couple weeks ago. And I killed it, man. So okay. uh, they got the draft coming up in October. So, uh, that's looking good. But in the meantime, you know, I'm just staying ready because, you know, an NFL call could come up. Mm-hmm. I'm just staying ready, man. Other than that, I've been making moves, taking steps to, uh, you know, other career opportunities outside of football, off the field. So that's been going pretty cool. Exactly. We, that's we- about it, man. We talked with, we had Nick Moody on, I think, a year ago, two years ago, and we also had Carlos on a earlier this year. 
Oh yeah, um, I talked to Nick last week. Did you? Okay, yeah, Nick. We yeah, we yeah. he was he was great to talk to on here, and he kind of talked how tough the situation is and how hard it is really to move up and to get in that NFL uh, area because it's so competitive. Yeah, it, it's competitive, but it's, it's not really. Don't don't believe the hype. It's it's the politics side. It's really a lot of people's you know, uh, nemesis in the situation. Yeah. You know, it's a tough thing. But, you know, it's what you sign up for, so you just got to push through and fight through it. You know, I'm definitely not quit because I know my work on the field, you know. Mm-hmm. I have dealt with a lot of adversity through my career. People saying otherwise, but I just prove them wrong every time. I don't mind doing it again. So, <laughs> I know with smiles over here. I understand you. I understand. Over here. Yes, sir. I know how I get down <laughs> on the field. <laughs> I, I, we've seen it. We've seen it. Speaking of getting down on the field, um, I followed you pretty closely while you were in the AAF, uh, along with a couple of other former Seminoles that got to play in Orlando. So I just want to say, as an Orlando Apollos fan for life, can you talk about your experience playing in the AAF alongside some other former Noles? Yeah, man. It was, it was fun, man. It was fun. It was First and foremost, man, it was a blessing just, you know, having an opportunity to play ball and get paid, man. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about doing what you love. And uh, it was awesome, man. We had a training camp in San Antonio. That was a grueling process, but it was it was fun, man. You know, I was just happy to be out there, so I couldn't complain. I mean, it was cold. It was rainy. You know, uh, a lot of stuff was unorganized at times, but... You know, we made the most out. It. It, it turned out good. We had a team, you know, got everybody pumped, bought into, you know, our system. And our guys were ready to roll, man. You see how we did on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah. competition everywhere. But, see, they messed up by putting a bunch of Florida guys on one team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they messed True. up. You had a chance to hit them, though, in practice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> You know, I still got the hit title, man, everywhere I go. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I want to ask, too, how was, like, the reaction in the locker room and, uh, you know, your your teammates there whenever it was shut down? What was the instant reaction for you guys? Because y'all were obviously the best yeah. team in the, in the league. Yeah, man, it sucked, man. We had we had clinched the playoffs and all, man. We had at least three four games left. And uh, everybody was devastated, man. You know, we put in all that hard work and get it snatched right from under us. You know, you know that was extra. That was game checks. You know, that was taken. That was incentives. We we're gonna get mad incentives if the season would have went through. You know, with how we, you know, with all our wins and stuff. So, you know, there was a lot of stuff that was that a lot of guys lost. Uh, they went about it kind of horribly. Uh, a lot of, you know. Guys had to go home and didn't have had to come out of pocket for themselves. You know they didn't pay for it. Jeez. Um, the hotels. I heard about uh, the Memphis team. Um, they came back to their hotel. Hotel put all the guys' stuff up. Uh, it's crazy, man. Wow. It was, it was real ugly. Yeah. There's a lawsuit going on right now, but you know mm-hmm. we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, it's a, a tough situation. We saw it all over social media. Felt bad. Definitely whenever you're built in with a team like that and you got that motivation and y'all are, you know, y'all are 
watching film and all that kind of stuff. And then out of nowhere, you know, you don't have a game the next week. It's, it's heartbreaking pretty much. Yeah, man. It sucks. It sucks, man. But hey, on to the next. Yep, exactly. On to the next. With, I, I want to kind of, I kind of want to bring it over to some Florida State uh, stuff. You had, you had a pretty good time there, I think, at, at Florida State. And I, I know you'll note on quite a bit of it. But yeah. I just, we had Jameis here. Uh, actually, today he was working out uh, at the IPF. And I, it's been a big question. It's been a, a, all throughout the fan base for a while now. Uh, you know, if if, if J- uh, Jameis had that chance in 2012, do you, you think that it, w- it would have been a championship caliber type team? Although it was it was that way with the talent, um, and there was the NC State game that was a, a tough one up there in Raleigh. Yeah. But you think Jameis could have had the chance at least? to start during his time in 2012 as, as a red shirt guy? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, but you know, Jimbo had his plan, his, his lineup. So, you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Reggie, uh, when did you know your team in 2013 had a chance to be a national championship caliber kind of squad? Yeah. Uh, training camp. Man, man, training camp was hell, man. But you know, we were out there competing every day, dogging each other out every day. So when we got on the field and we had straight dogs, you know, it was just it was ridiculous, like across the board, you know. So it's just like we get out there with those other guys from other schools, and we out there bullying, you know, because mm-hmm. I know, because yeah. I know for a fact they didn't practice like we practice, you know, and no team at that. You know, mm. who 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 talked the most trash? Oh man, Jalen, Jalen, Jalen talked the the young guy. Yeah, he he wasn't he ain't talked that much trash his freshman year, but <laughs> rest of sophomore junior. Oh yeah, <laughs> I heard. Oh, that boy talk that trash. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise anybody looking at him now, does it? Oh yeah, nah. Hey, he backs it up, so it's true. You yeah. can't say can't say much. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we well, gotta let gotta got let the man talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let the man talk. You, you know. You also <clears throat> noted too. You know, I, I, was there any specific change to with the practicing schedule or Jimbo from 2012 practices to 2013, or was it just the same way? Just a mindset was built differently yeah man it's the same way the mindset was built differently man the big reason we won that year was with coach Pruitt as a D coordinator yeah coach Pruitt and coach Sal you know they came with that Alabama stuff you know but they put their formula with us I don't care nobody say we have way better athletes than Alabama mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so you know, brought that formula over to us. You know, we pick it up fast and we move. We play way faster with it, and we all physical. So it just it got deadly, man. But they knew what to do. You know, Coach Coach Perry used to always have a game plan. Stuff got shaky, but you know, at halftime he'll come and tell us, "All right, look, this is what they're gonna do." As soon as we come out, and they and the team does exactly what he says they're gonna do, and we already on top of it. So. That gave us a real big advantage that year. 
Mm-hmm. It helped earn him a head coaching gig at Tennessee now, too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He deserved it. He deserved it, man. Some good times. Reggie, uh, one thing that we love to do every time that we have a guest on uh, the podcast is uh, sort of go back through their career and pick out uh, one memorable play, one memorable, one memorable moment uh, from their days at Florida State or wherever that may, may have been. Um, there's one one specific player that, that you helped make in uh, in uh, 2014, uh, Florida State in Tallahassee, playing against number 22 Clemson. Uh, Deshaun Watson uh, as a freshman playing in the Knowles oh, yeah. for the first time. Yeah, and uh, and Florida State kind of had their back up against the wall in this game. You know, not having Jameis Winston in there. Uh, starting mm-hmm. Sean McGuire, and, and y'all ended up pulling it out at the end. Uh, but but not without, you know, it was a good game, obviously. Um, so I'll set the stage a little bit. It's fourth and one. Clemson uh, is quickly approaching the red zone. Um, Florida State's got to get a stop. And so I'll play this clip, and, and I'll get your reaction. Oh, man. <laughs> fourth and goal. If the Knowles get a stop, all they need is a McGuire field goal to win it. Choice, the freshman. Hit! Short! Sweeney gambled, but Chris Hasher and the Knowles defense makes him pay. And guess who made the play on the right side? Eddie Goldman. Watch the push here and the effort in overtime by Eddie Goldman. Getting the push and the getting his hands on it and let the linebackers, Northrop and Smith, clean it up. All right, Reggie, let's get your reaction. You look pretty fired up after that play. And obviously that was huge for FSU who ended up going on uh, to win that game. Um, so just take us through that and take us through, um, you know, when you made that stop. Yeah, man, it was a tough game, man. You know, kind of got it got off to a slow start, you know, offensively. So kind of played with our momentum, but you know, just as a defense, we had to stay in the game. You know, what I'm saying we had to come back and make a move. You know, we missing James at the same time. So, hey, it's up. You know, at that time we realized it was up to us to step up. You know, and make that play. So you know, it came down to the wire. Everybody. It was like, I mean, it was overtime, but shoot, man, we felt like it was first quarter. We just had this new energy across the whole whole lineup, all 11 of us. Everybody was just ready to go. Yeah, we absolutely. Them, we went, and then, you know, it worked out. And then, shoot, first play, next, you know, next play, offense in the game, first, first run, Carlos to the end zone, game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it sure helps having guys like Eddie Goldman. Uh, in there to make to make plays like that and make your job easy. Oh yeah, man! Ouch! I love my D linemen, man. I love all the guys I played with. That was my defensive lineman. My Absolutely. time in Florida State, man. Because because you can't be a good linebacker without a good D line. Period. No. Just, that's just it's impossible. Was that one of your loudest experiences in Doke? Man, that was crazy. That was so crazy, man. My ears are ringing. <laughs> but that's why you go playing Doug. That's why you went to Florida State, right? Oh, yeah, man. It was awesome. The experience was awesome, man. You know, everything looked like everything been great. You know, it was some tough times through that process. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Just some times where I was on the fence. There's some times where, you know, I was going to transfer. 
you know, it's, it's yeah. tough, man. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things that a lot of guys don't know about what these guys go through as uh, college athletes, especially playing football. There's a mental warfare that goes on on these guys, you know what I'm saying, from, from the staff. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's sick, man, mm-hmm. you know. There's coaches that come, that come in, talk to your family, lie to your mama right in your face, telling you're going to come there and do all this and that, and then you get there and they forget all about you. Or they start playing, you know, to hit your dokey dope. Like, I just feel like it's an insult because you're wasting guys' time. You know, this guy could have been all-American at a whole other school that he had offered by. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I mean, now you don't get me wrong. You know, you got guys that they're a cancer to themselves, themselves. So, you know, can't really ain't much you can say about that. But the guys that's you know doing right, that buy into the system, you know, follow the follow rules, coachable. You know, I see guys get burnt all the time. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but but it's all about how you finish, man. Mm-hmm. And, I try to tell a lot of guys that you, you can't let you can't let nobody determine your destiny. You know, you can't let nobody tell you that you're not good enough when you know you're good enough. You can't you can't believe it, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of it be a lot of mental games being played where, you know, they got guys thinking that, you know, they second guessing themselves, they doubt themselves. You know, and it's not that. It's you know, it's a lot of stuff going on. You know, you got coaches playing games with you. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I done had games play with me too many times. You know, ain't no reason. Cause look, look here. If you ask me, there's no reason I shouldn't be on an NFL team. There's no reason I should have. I shouldn't have been at the combine. You know, but we ain't gonna get in too much detail with that. You know, I'm just gonna leave that there. You know, but. That's bizarre. I mean, you got you got a guy leaves Florida State and tackles two years in a row. You know what I'm saying? Hundred to over two hundred tackles in two years. You know, all the great lines, and and we have some awesome linebackers at Florida State. You know, guys like Telvin and Moody, and them guys showed me the ropes. Vince Williams, you know, them guys showed me the ropes, but. Let's 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 talk numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying I'm the, I'm not saying I'm one of the best. I ain't saying I am the best. I'm one of the best. You know, let's talk numbers. Everybody, you know, you got the politics side and then you got the technical. Let's 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 go on black and white. <laughs> let's take it on black and white. You know, what's on black and white? The, and you know, and then I and I come up. You know, and then I don't I don't get invited to the combine and then. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. But like I told you guys, hey, that's the way my destiny. That's my route. I know God got a plan for me. I'm going to go that route. You know? It's not my first time. It's not my first rodeo dealing with situations like that. So, you know, I thrive thrive in these situations, man. Because I always come out on top at the end. You know? And, and and the process isn't over for you whatsoever either. Oh no, not at all, man. Shoot, I'm 25. Yeah, you're young. Body, I feel, I feel like I'm 20, man. My body feels good. 
I got a lot of miles on me. A lot of miles <laughs> left in me. That's what coaches Man. like to hear. Yeah. My knee back 100%. I'm faster than ever. <laughs> Smarter than ever. Man, it's going to be a soap. You know, if I'm not on the NFL team by this year, y'all watch out for me in the XFL, man. I'm about to be a bully out there. Just let you guys know. I'm excited. I don't put in, I don't put in hard work for nothing, man. You always got to stay ready. Always got to stay ready, man. When, and and I kind of want to go, go to Jimbo Fisher a little bit and just I want to get your thoughts on how he was as a coach on the field. And then also behind the scenes, because we've heard a lot, of course, he's had a lot of criticism the last two years once he's left Florida State, and it kind of feels like for the fan base he left in the wrong way. But just give us, you know, how he was as a as a man and also a coach to you guys during your time at Florida State. Okay. Jimbo, first of all, first and foremost, Jimbo is a great coach. Jimbo is a great coach. He's a great coach. He knows stuff. You know what I'm saying? He knows what he's doing. He got a plan for his stuff. You know what I'm saying? He get it done. It works for him. You know, he has a system. It's worth buying into. You know? But, you know, I thought my relationship with him was cool. But, you know, when it all boiled down in the end, you know, uh, it turned out different. But, it is what it is, you know. But yeah, Jimbo trip. I can tell you that. Right, a, that guy was a trip, man. You know, you get disrespectful a lot. You know, says a lot of disrespectful things to people. You know, and he gets away with it because you know we can't say nothing. He's the boss, so you know, it's like it's tough because it's like man, these grown men you talk to, you know, but. Yeah, you know we we can't ain't much we can't do nothing. You're not gonna do nothing stupid, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, man, Jimbo, 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 man, that's a guy right there. Yeah, he, yeah. another another guy is Charles Kelly. Oh, that's a guy right there. Man, he he got a lot of heat during his time at Florida State. How was he as a coach for you? And your thoughts on him? Man, Harvey. Oh, man. He, he's, part of, he's part of my problem. You know, I, I bust my ass. I go hard, man. And, you know, it's just, man. And then that Oregon game, y'all want to know, y'all want to know, I keep that struggle. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we had some guys trying to preserve themselves for the NFL draft. That was obvious. But, we ain't even going to talk about that part. Let's talk about, you know, playing against that hurry-up offense, Oregon, Mariota. You know, we looking to the sideline. We still looking to the sideline. The ball already snapped. We trying to get the call. Mm-hmm. We got him on the sideline getting confused, tripping over his call. They already snapped the ball. We still looking on the sideline, you know? It was just, it was, it was, it was horrible. And that wasn't good against Oregon's offense whatsoever. That moved so quickly. Uh, and it make it, it made them look like they're just so much faster than us, and that definitely was not the case. 
but we can't say that now. We can't back that up. They're going to always have that over our head, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? But we had way more speed than them the whole nine, but it just it was an ugly day, you know? It wasn't our day. Man, they should have put us back on the side where we were. We won the championship, man. They know what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They know what they were doing. Yeah, they did. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I think nobody will debate that that Florida State was by far the more way more talented, way more athletic, way more faster, just better overall. Yeah. Um like yeah. like you said, it, it's hard to it's hard to talk a whole lot just because, you know, the score does not reflect that at all. But um yeah. do do you think that that was due to a lack of preparation, a, la- a lack of game plan, or or what do you think what what caused the disconnect there? Man, tell you the miscommunication with coach. He can't get the calls out fast enough. Right. They get mad at us like we. They get mad at us like we. You know, like we was like we wouldn't know the call. We knew the call. We were just waiting for it. You right. know. Uh, yeah. We just waiting for it. Mm-hmm. You know, just like they we practice running back to the ball after every play. You know, after every play, running back to the ball, so we ready to go because they always going, they fast. We all practice that. We was doing that, but now we gotta have a call. That's our, that's our that's our end of the bargain. That and doing and executing our our uh, job on the play. Now, you know, we gotta hold the coaches accountable too. You know, a lot of you know, as a college player, you kind of hold back from saying stuff like that because. You know, even though you're a grown man and it's, you know, you're keeping it 100 with them, you trying to save yourself because, you know, they can hold that against you. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, uh, they, Charles, they not, they can't do that now. So I'm going to keep it 100. Like, nah, man, <laughs> they hold accountable. He got, he got his job. He didn't do his job well that day. Right, so it's that's it's my, that's my opinion. Yeah. So it's it's pretty so. fair to say that that had that defense, you know, from your perspective, if y'all would have been allowed to, you know, if the defense would have been simplified and if y'all would have been able to just go play football, uh, it would have been a very different game. Yeah, man, yeah. a very different game. Yeah, very different game. But the, you it? also got to cut out the the five turnovers from the offense, so. <laughs> Right. It was a bad night all around. I'm telling you, the momentum, man, the momentum, the momentum just that, 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 the moment, something about momentum in these football games is, plays a big role. It's crazy, man. Our momentum was off. Yeah. Offense started tripping up. Yeah. Then we couldn't get our stuff going. It was bad. You can't have two sides, you can't have both sides falling. That's when it turns into a shit show. Mm hmm. <laughs> You know, right. That's his period. That's football one oh one. And it was you know. That you have year. one of your side one of your sides of the ball gotta be on point. You know, that momentum game. So your boys get back into it. It's contagious, you know. Right. And and that was the whole year really, the defense kinda picked the offense up in the first half of almost every game. Seemed like the offense really only came alive in the second half in, in most games that year. So you know, like you're saying, when when the defense couldn't wasn't able to do their job, the offense wasn't clicking either. So, yeah, yeah, totally. But you know what? You know what I always say: 
lot of guys, a lot of my old guys agree with me. If Pruitt and if Pruitt didn't leave, we would have won the championship two years in a row. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. I've, I've talked I about that too. I've talked. I've heard that from and other, then from and former then, players too. And then don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. Uh, KB, Timmy, James, Vontae, all of them left early. <laughs> right. Wow, would have been oh, scary. Man. That would have been ugly. It could have been a could have been a better team than the 2013 team as well. You yeah. think about all the guys that could have stayed. Yeah, definitely could have been possible. Possibly. Man, but it's all good. We had a nice run. I just hope these young guys, man, I hope they get this thing back rolling. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, I, I want to bring that up to yeah. you in a second here. Um, just, just what your your feeling is about what the problem was with Florida State last year that it seemed like everything was disconnected. Of course, the guys came in to play for Jimbo Fisher, those veteran guys and even the younger ones. But just what do you think was the main problem there? Uh, man, you got a lot of Instagram models on that team. I can tell you that. <laughs> Mind ain't focused on the right things, man. That's all. They just got to get their mind right. They got to get their mind right, man. They got to find their system. They can't be too consumed in the distractions, you know, when it comes time to go. Because they at Florida State, you know, these young guys, I know they're learning. Man, yeah, Florida State, man. We don't go out there on national television and look foolish, you know. Yeah, we have some bad games here and there, you know, throughout the years. But no, that you know, it's a it's a uh, expectation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's an expectation. Absolutely. Man. That that garden and gold. You put that garden and gold on, man. You better be ready to run through a brick wall. <laughs> you know. <laughs> How how tough were just you know we heard a lot about Willie Taggart and his practices and a lot of the other fan bases definitely the rivals make fun of them the Florida State team last year for dance and all that kind of stuff and being giddy giddy but you know you think how big of a difference that would be you know do you think Jimbo Fisher and the way his etiquette is with uh, from we've heard from numerous guys on here, former Knowles that played for Jimbo, if that would even be a chance of happening during practices during your days with, you know, listening to music and having a good time like that? Uh, not, I mean, for him, I can't speak on Coach Taggart. You know, I haven't met the guy yet. I'm sure he's a pretty remarkable guy, but I haven't met him yet. Um, I haven't really, I haven't even been back to Tallahassee in like, Four years, man. I need to get back, but I just been busy, man. Just trying to, trying to follow my dreams, man. Do your thing, yeah. accomplish my goals, you know. So, but um, yeah, man. Yeah, that wouldn't. Have, the music definitely would have been to a minimum in that aspect, you know. But we have our we had our days. Now we have fun, but you know, it was just it was just certain times to have fun, you know, with him. Yeah, so we kind of talked about it earlier, but, um, you know, you played on the 2013 National Championship team. Obviously, you know, we pretty much all saw Clemson's run in the playoff this past year. So 
if we put these two teams on on the field against each other, who would come out on top? 2013 Florida State or 2019 Clemson? What do you think you're going to get I know it's not even a question to you. I know it's not even a question to Reggie. Listen, listen, listen. That team was about as hyped up as the team that we went to Clemson and we beat their ass 51-14. They was just as juiced up as those guys. Clemson had a squad. Yeah, I don't care what nobody said. Clemson had a, had a squad that year. We went in their house and destroyed those guys. <laughs> you know, destroyed those guys. Oh, they joked there. around on ESPN after the game. Man, them young them guys wouldn't stand a chance, man. They wouldn't stand a chance. Our, our defense is too violent, like, across the board. And everybody was good at their specific skill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you still got to, you know, we had our DBs. They're going to lock you down in the coverage, but they violent. <laughs> so that's a whole other issue you got to deal with as, a, as an offensive player, you know? Mm-hmm. What was what was the reaction after that game? Y'all, I'm guessing, weren't really shocked about the um, – end result of that game because like you said during practice uh, in the fall camp y'all kind of got a feeling that y'all were that championship caliber type of squad but how were y'all after the locker room and like what Jimbo Fisher said to y'all prior oh man oh yeah man you know Jimbo say his you know the speech you know but man with the it was electric in the locker room it's crazy and we saw we saw a lot of locker room talk beforehand with Jameis. It was so loud at the stadium. It was loud. I was there. I think Dustin was also there. Uh, but it changed very quickly after uh, Joyner's interception. So so moving on to you know looking ahead for Florida State season now. This will be Willie Taggart's second year. Uh, players. We'll see, but should feel a little bit more comfortable in his system and also Kendall Browse. They brought on Randy Clements as an offensive line coach from Houston, along with Browse, and then Ron Dugans came from Miami, former Knoll. Uh, just give me, you know, a few guys that you're excited to watch, maybe even a linebacker or so. Just anybody on defense that you think is going to have to step up for Florida State to have a successful uh, season on that side of the ball. Um, shoot, man. It all start with the linebackers, man. All of the linebackers, they coming through, you know, for the def- for the whole defense, getting everybody lined up, you know, giving it up, giving it they all every play, every down. That all that whole defense will feed off of them. You know, they gotta come with that energy, you know, and the defense will follow suit. It's just natural. But one day. They, those guys make sure they take care of that. It'll be fine. Reggie, our final question uh, for you tonight. Do you have any predictions for Florida State's final record in 2019? Uh, man, I just need them to get a double digits. Double digits, man. Double digits, and then they can work. They got something to work with. Double digits. Whether it's. A bowl game. 11 to 10, 12 go undefeated. That'd be even better. Hey. Shoot. Let's bring, let's bring the juice back. You know? I know they was, I know they, I know they was young for a little minute. And they was trying to find themselves and rebuild. You know, get that chemistry. 
just hope they go a little hard in that training camp coming up and, you know, find themselves as a team. Once they find themselves as a team, it's going to be a wrap. It seems like they've been – sorry to interrupt, but but it it seems like, you know, Vic was hard on y'all, I'm sure, in the weight room, but it seems like Coach O, their strength and conditioning coach, now at Florida State and who Willie Taggart brought with them from Oregon, it seems like they're getting pretty – uh, seeing some progress there too, because I definitely saw a size. I mean, anybody should be able to tell a size difference from uh, even the last couple of years at Florida State. But definitely um, last year, you could see a size difference because I'm used to seeing Florida State guys being that same in the same shape as Alabama, uh, Alabama squad. But it seems like uh, so far this off season, they've seen some success because you, you're seeing Levante Taylor, who weighs 180 pounds, benching 305. Um, Cam Akers squatting probably could squat over 600 pounds. Um, you know, yeah. you're starting to see progress. Yeah, I'm getting boy strong. That's some good stuff. <laughs> but uh, starting that way. And that, going out there, I don't care how fast and I don't care how fast or skillful you are. You go out there and you go out there weak, you gonna mess around and get hurt. Well, that will pretty much do it with you, Reggie. I do appreciate. I know the other, the rest of the guys do too. For you coming on here, I think we talked for pretty much forty-five minutes, um, and you know you brought a lot of insight from the national championship team. And you know we want to also wish you a lot of luck too. Uh, hopefully, the draft. Bad goes in your favor with the XFL too, man. I appreciate that, man. I really do, man.